And welcome to Absolute Clarity, the number one travel management podcast brought to you by Clarity, your business travel experts. I'm your host, Kyle Daniels, and this season is over, but we're here with a special bonus episode of the show for National Apprenticeship Week, running from the 4th of March to the 8th of March, which is right now. So I thought I would introduce some guests on the show to talk all about it, much more than I can. Obviously, I'm terrible at introducing people, so we'll go around the room, and this person you might actually recognise from season two so do you want to introduce us who you are <laughs> thank you for that intro um hi i'm nikki duffy i'm national operations manager at clarity i also take a seat on the um sectors apprenticeship board as well so okay and i'm neil wainwright farrah and i'm the learning and development manager here at clarity i also sit on the course for city and guilds and that is doing the uh, independent endpoint assessors for the travel consultant apprenticeship so i'm assessing apprentices doing the qualification clearly i can't uh, do our own because it would be a conflict of interest and i would say yes they've passed straight away <laughs> is that better than yours nikki <laughs> what he says far on, better, better far better credibility <laughs> right, than me yeah. yeah i usually sit in mcdonald's so i cannot say anything okay and our next guest i'm sydney howard i'm now a junior btc i've just finished my apprenticeship Brilliant. And mm. finally? And I'm Josh. I've also just finished my apprenticeship. I'm a junior business travel consultant from the Barrington Edmonds office. Oh, welcome. This is the first time we've had five people on the show. It's a full house. And it's the first time we've ever recorded five, so one of you might not get recorded today. We don't know. We'll just, uh, <laughs> Can we just say bingo? bingo. <laughs> say you, you say whatever you want, <laughs> okay. as we've proved on this show many times. Let's get a, a gist of National Apprenticeship Week. And what, why are we celebrating a whole week of it? What's the... Well, obviously, when um, a young person starts the career, they need a lot of uh, help and advice on and direction on, on what they should do, where they should go. Um, and of course, when you are in a business and you want young people to work for you, um, then National Apprenticeship Week is a good way of, of uh, trying to get, you know, young talent within in, mm. in, in our business and industry. Yeah, it's raising the profile of how good an apprenticeship scheme is. Um, and just raising completely the awareness of what apprenticeships are, how they work, what industries you can move into. So um, a real good initiative. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is a week, but we do promote it all year round. I'm guessing. Of course, of course. I mean, we were leaders within our sector for introducing apprenticeships into the industry. You know, I think myself and Neil do quite a lot of lobbying and quite a lot of promotion. We work with APTA, the GTMC. Um, we speak at conferences um, on this topic and try and help out people and guide other businesses on how to run a successful apprenticeship programme. And would you say that Clarity are really forthcoming in that, in pushing you guys to get involved in the apprenticeships and doing those things like speaking at, at certain events and conferences? And Definitely, yeah. yeah. Because I think it's something which, you know, Clarity have always been at the forefront of wanting apprentices. I think we, we remember a day when uh, Pat, our CEO, obviously was talking about, you know, we want to put apprentices in. And he was like, you know, get it right. If you're going to do it, get it right kind of thing. So, you know, ever since then, me and Nikki have worked really well with each other to to mould obviously the lovely Josh and uh, Sydney into what they are now today yeah and I think it's just worth um, pointing out as well that you know the old apprenticeship scheme I mean back in the day when uh, Neil was an apprentice it would have been called <laughs> the YT 
to go that is actually <laughs> that would have been called the YTS scheme I think it's developed somewhat since then <laughs> days uh, but no on a serious note the old uh, apprenticeship scheme was based on an MVQ qualification mm-hmm. and I think it's safe to say the MVQ qualification for travel was not very well it, it wasn't really fit for purpose no, it was it no no it didn't it didn't suit our needs as a business uh, it was very retail focused but even for retail it was a bit outdated yeah. um, so I think me and Neil um, once we knew uh, we, once we got the nod from Pat to say yes you know he's all out for us to develop talent bring young people within to our industry um, we wanted to make sure that we found you know learn our subject matter uh, get involved in everything that we could get involved in so uh, we sat on the trailblazers scheme um, which was a group of people sat around a room from the industry along with people first and we actually designed the new qualification so what is it that we want to look for from a business travel consultant what skills does that young person need when they're entering your business Um, and we pretty much designed the qualification that that, that the guys are using now yeah so very much it's an employer-led qualification so it's basically been written and put together by employers so meaning that it is up to date and it's very uh, consistent with what it needs to be within the industry gone are the old days of the old YTS scheme thank you <laughs> just out of interest Neil how much did you used to get paid on a YTS <laughs> right okay so is it shillings <laughs> so <laughs> half any could be half could any be £40 a week for the first year and £50 a week for the second year and I was loaded because everybody used to borrow money from me and uh, used to steal it from the till <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone about those days. Weren't you a Lump Polly Dolly? I was a Lump Polly Dolly, yes. Lump Polly Dolly with the lovely red and white, or pink and white stripes, and I uh, gave my grey jacket to my granddad. It was that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad. I had the curtains as well, you know, and the hair hairstyle. Oh, like Nick Carter. The curtains, oh, yeah. We like Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was quite good. I used, to try and, I used to try for the curtains. I used to wake up at this. This is not going live at all. I used to wake up. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I used to wake up early. I used to gel. Cause you used to get that gel for like 50 yeah. pages and it was just wet look. Yeah. And I used to gel it right down. And you'd wait like half an hour. And then you just run your hands through it and it'd flop into like a little love heart curtain. You see all these young apprentices now are looking at you thinking you are so not cool. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Even before the curtain story. You weren't cool. This wasn't cool. Okay. This was not cool at all. Uh, so how long have you guys been apprentices for Clarity now? Just nearly, it'll be three years in September. Mm. And they're still paying you £40. Pound. Still <laughs> paying me less than that. I don't know where he's got £40 from. It's less than that. Less than that. Now, right. <laughs> no, on, a, like, se- on a serious <laughs> note, we actually pay our apprentices apprentices very well. Obviously, I'm not going to say the uh, the rates, but um, it is <laughs> over it's <laughs> over the government average. Is, yeah, definitely yeah. over so, the uh, national minimum wage and I think, for an apprentice. I think just to, to for businesses out there who want to take on apprentices, you know, I think if you want good apprentices and you want to keep apprentices, then, you know, I think, you know, you, you do need to pay over what the recommended amount is because obviously there's quite a lot of apprentices out there. The better ones will go for the better money. I think it's about £3.70 roughly an hour, right, which okay. is the national minimum wage for an apprentice, which ours obviously sits... £3.71. Yeah, well, well I'm not being funny. Best can yeah. choose us, can they? Yeah, you know? You've always got to put <laughs> next to 40p a week. You know, do you? <laughs> See, Josh has been able to buy two more jumpers now because of that. I know. Uh, actually, I keep the same jumper all year round. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't you do wash it though, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I turn it inside out for Tuesday and then the other way around for Wednesday and then 
Upside down. Pants for Friday. It's got to be a bit wild on a Friday, haven't you? So how long have you been with us, Josh? Um, It'll be four years in August. Oh, wow. I've been here. So, Josh, um, just about your journey there, because I know that before this qualification was designed, I think we put you on the business admin. Yeah. Qualification. I did, that so for, I did that for my first year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which was the old MVQ type mm. of. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between the two? Because it's interesting for people to understand the difference between that first uh, qualification and this new standard. I felt that it was a bit more business travel orientated, more around this time than last time. But there's yeah. also more. It covered a little bit more on like the geographical side of where everything is and kind of like kind of a little bit dipped into a bit of leisure as well which I felt was, was very different compared to the first year um, when I did it and it kind of made it a bit more interesting because you're kind of learning a lot more than what you were learning beforehand so a bit more variety yeah there's a lot more there's a lot more content compared to the first year that I did okay good and what about yourself I, n- I never did the other one so I obviously this is I just started on the whole <laughs> trailblazer scheme yeah. um and it was just it was perfect i enjoyed every every bit of it so nothing really didn't interest me about it and kept yeah. kept me kind of concentrated on it and things like that so. what's the best part about it from a obviously from you coming in and this is your first apprenticeship i take it it is yeah, yeah. I've, I've never done i never did travel this just kind of fell lovely into my lap and i was very yeah. happy to receive it did but, you think you were um, going to be traveling more and then you've been brought up to manchester and you're like what is going yeah on? i'm like oh <laughs> mm, no um, no i just so it was entirely new to me but i don't i don't know i just think i, I like like josh i enjoyed a lot more of the geographical side because i never had that knowledge i thought i did expect it to be admin you know customer service and it, it was a lot of different categories involved. i feel like there's more practical skill what you're learning yeah I think so and there was a lot more on the job and then a lot of it I didn't think a lot of it Italian sometimes you'd sit there and think well this is leisure but sometimes you'd go back to the office and then the next day somebody ring and you'd you'd know exactly what they meant so it was was really good one thing to to note with um, Sydney is that um, Sydney's intake of that that year was uh, literally the uh, qualification got its approval on the 31st of July and literally we were recruiting sort of like apprentices onto this particular uh, consul- this travel consultant apprenticeship. So we were the very first travel employer to do that. Yeah. Um, we wanted to be the forefront of it. We wanted to make sure that obviously it really worked for us. And I think really just to be noticed within the industry um, was great. And obviously both Josh and Sydney went on to that travel consultant yeah. apprenticeship and uh, have done amazing with it. Yeah, so they were kind of our first ever (laughs) apprentices to take the brand new qualification i mean that's absolutely amazing so as a company we were kind of building the training plan around the individuals and and you know how they tailored and took towards the qualification so now we've got a fantastic you know a fantastic program and with the help of you know both sydney and josh to make that happen so then they have just done their qualification now so i mean never a prouder moment to actually get over the finish line how does that feel mm. for you it was amazing to get to get it finished it, it felt like a long process but at the same time it just it went it went so fast so it was great yeah it's really really like it's kind mm. of nice just to kind of get that certificate and just kind of hold it yeah and just be like yes I've done it <laughs> yeah. finally four years yeah. four <laughs> for years. this <laughs> A bit, of ca- a bit of card, yeah. yeah. And oh, I card. Have... Oh, no. gone Posh, it was embossed. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. And I do have the evidence to prove that he's got his certificate with <laughs> yeah. lovely Lynn from Berry as yeah. well as. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, got some nice have you had yours? 
Sydney. Yeah. Your fo- I need a photograph. I need a uh, photograph of you and uh, and Leanne. Yes. Yeah. Not for anywhere in the office. <laughs> no, just <laughs> not yeah. to throw darts Just to prove to his family that he's got <laughs> yeah. something. Like, no, I guarantee you these people are real. <laughs> Sydney, were you a finalist at an awards? Uh, yes, yeah, I was. Um, I went to the Every Woman Awards. I was in... I take it Josh wasn't at that one. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just missed out, unfortunately, missed out. yeah. So but. <laughs> so you were the finalist, so... Yes. I was. And where was that? Uh, London, it was. So, yeah, I went and did an interview process in London with the Every Woman, like, board and team, and then um, they, I got a call through to say I was a finalist, and I went to the awards show. Did you guys go with her? No, we sent sent Leanna Branch manager, because it was a nice day out. (laughs) They got to an awards, uh, they went to stay over in London, which was a lovely, lovely treat as well, so well done for that, Sydney. Mm, And just on that, obviously, you had to separate yourself from being an exceptional performer um, within mm. Clarity and the apprenticeship programme to be nominated for that award in the first place. Amazing. What qualities and what drives you, what drives that, you know, that performance in a young person? I, honestly, I don't know. I've just... Money. I've never, I've, yeah, she wants to yeah, say. money. Forty pound a week. She wanted a job. <laughs> hints, hints, a job. I'm, I'm working. No. I'm working that. Is that fifty pound? That's what she's going for. <laughs> no, I'd, honestly, I'm, I'm, I don't even know. I've just that's always been how I've been. I've never wanted to do less. I've always wanted to do the best that I can. So. Yeah, and I think you know, I think with the skills of of young people coming in the workplace, um, you know, they de- they develop. Well, they bring a lot different skills to the table. So the the pace that they work is fast. It, we come from a digital era. So, you know, I think you guys did that at school, you know. I think when Neil went to school, <laughs> they had the chalkboard. We didn't even have the calculators <laughs> in them days. Well, I was going to say, I think we were talking on the previous show about phones. Like, we didn't even have phones. No, we home. didn't. Like, and I think when you had a phone back in the day, it had a huge antenna on it. Yeah. Uh, and it was the uh, size of a brick. Yeah, so those you old Motorola's, those remember? Like with just a thin screen. Yeah. You got a text and you're like, I can't remember the first part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got six words in and I've gone. Now we're acting so old now. This is the I apprenticeship know. week. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel a bit, I feel a bit it's not, sick. It's not grab a granny week, is it? <laughs> I wish. Is that why Nick is here? <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, you were, asked, you were asked to speak at the ABTA conference? Yeah, the APTA conference, yeah. yeah. I can't remember when it was a long time ago now, to be honest. How was that? How did you find it? It was scary initially, like the thought of having to stand up in front of loads of people that I kind of that kind of I was a little bit nervous beforehand, but kind of once I got going, um, it was actually quite it was all right. We yeah. got some good feedback got, from you. Yeah. yeah, I heard I had some good feedback, um, which was really really nice. Humble. <laughs> oh, I've heard I was great. I don't know about <laughs> yeah. you. Did all right. Cocksure. <laughs> I'm gonna say. But, but you see, it's again. really nice that the apprentices are, are not just coming in to do an apprenticeship program to do the job, and you know we give them the skills to do the job. But it's not just about that. It's about mm-hmm. their career. It's about investing in them. And I think what we do well at Clarity is we, we make sure that we're investing in the individuals. Hence, we've got two people around the table today talking for Apprenticeship Week who've been through the apprenticeships. We use our apprentices. You know, we put our apprentices out there. I think mm. Sydney you did um, part of a video um, with the GTMC based on the millennials uh, and how was that? That was yeah, it was it was exciting. It was it was quite nerve wracking going in and meeting everyone, but um, there was a lot of other obviously young people there, and you got to hear different experiences. So lots of different types of travel and what people book, but it was it was exciting, yeah. And do you have supportive managers in your branches that 
yeah, can definitely. really help you with yeah. this stuff. Mm. Definitely. I always, always pushed. If it, there's a deadline, you have to meet it. You know, you've got to do the best you can and really supportive of everything you do. Yeah. So how do the managers support you? I know especially uh, Lynn in your branch, mm. Lynn uh, Kidd from the Bury St. Edmunds branch. She has uh, developed quite a lot of apprenticeships, uh, apprentices within your branch. Uh, she's done an extremely good job. What makes her so good? Yeah, what yeah. makes her so good? What, what qualities is it that she brings to the table? She's very calm and something, and you can always rely on her if, if something is kind of going a little bit pear-shaped that she'll always give like help you and kind of offer advice and you can also when something is not going well she's very yeah she's just very she helpful she smashes really. things you can tell us Josh <laughs> <laughs> does she it's break fun. things does she throw stuff a lot she, but she is but she's really she, supportive yeah she, she is supportive she's supportive for everyone really and kind of like it's not just Lynn in the office everyone in the Barry Snemmons office is, is really really helpful it's like, a good bunch it's really 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 helpful down to earth and kind of all kind of guide you through how to do it and before me I had um, Liam who I think he left a while ago as well he went yeah, travelling, didn't, didn't he? Went he? Yeah. Around the world, yeah. and um, yeah, he was brilliant before before me because um, he kind of he's been through it all as well, and he helped guide me through it as well. But you've then been able to share your experiences with obviously Kerry and Freya as well as. But it, it's great the fact that you have actually got other people who have come in after you as well yeah. as. How yeah. have you sort of like shared? sort of like your experiences and skills and knowledge with them in a lot of ways really kind of like using the system how to kind of cope with difficult scenarios and how to kind of um do bookings and everything like that if they're getting stuck then they can kind of they know that they can ask me for help just like i i could ask liam but it's not just me it's like everyone else in the branch as i mentioned earlier that everyone chips in everyone helps out each other really and we all kind of work well as a team which mm. definitely helps talk them how to avoid Lynn's throwing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just duck, duck to the left. I think she did a stint of working in Greece as well, didn't she? So she should be good. You play for her. It's all coming out now. She was also an English teacher, wasn't she, in, uh, in yeah, Japan? She, yeah, that's right. Japan, yeah. You see, have you not noticed the people who are in travel have done little weird and wacky things throughout the career to get. What to have the... you done that's weird and wacky, Nikki? Oh, this seems like you're kind of bringing it out. <laughs> did you feature on a, a talent show by any chance? Uh, yeah, I did. That was very back in the day. That was back in the day. Obviously, what they say, people in travel are all failed performers, aren't they? That's why they move into travel. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so what, what TV talent show were you on, Nikki? Oh, it was, it was ages ago. It was the old Pop Idol. Pop Idol. <gasps> she was in Girls Aloud. You read it here first. She was uh, there. Cheryl you know. Tweedy got her in a toilet and then <laughs> suddenly she was out of the, out of the girl group. <laughs> Uh, on a serious note, like, you know, I think when you leave school and you want to, you know, you explore different avenues, you know, and not necessarily you go into the right field, first of all. I just knew that I was never a studier, you know, I was not one of these that was going to progress to university because I was more of a doer. Like I wanted, you know, I wanted to um, be shown something and then, and then you know, more practical. Yeah. Uh, more practical skills as opposed to sat there studying and I think everybody is very very different I think what we've tried to do with the apprenticeship program is really mix it up haven't mm, we Neil what yeah. like we, we try and keep them engaged by mixing it up somewhat 
Yeah, and to a certain degree, we can obviously, when we're recruiting people, we don't always just look for somebody who's either done some something at college with travel and tourism. You know, we will look at both those kind of candidates, but we'll also look at people who come straight from school with no experience as well. Um, and I think the way that the, the actual training runs as well is we try and make it very much interactive. We try and make, mix it up. We were just talking about technology before. Um, so uh, both Josh and, uh, and Sydney would obviously know that we like to do different Kahoot quizzes and you can get the mobile phones out mm-hmm. and test the knowledge about different things. So actually, you know, testing actually, have they been listening? Have they actually learnt and understood certain things? So um, I, I suppose, do you like those kind of things? Is it Does it mean that it's a bit more engaging for you too? Imagine if you said no now. <laughs> what would that destroy you in learning and development? That's why we have edits, Kyle. I That's why you're in the room. Them, I'm sick and tired of them. Stupid quiz. <laughs> Getting my phone out. Wasting my data. <laughs> Of course, I'm going to say yes. It's, it's very helpful. Well done, Josh. You've been yeah. here a long yeah, time. What do you work. like then as apprentices, guys? What, what What is it like? Okay, from all the different variety of what you do, and I know a few of you have been to educational visits and different things along the way. Like, what is it that you really enjoy as part of the programme? I don't know. I kind I of like the kind of actually doing it because I remember when I first started, I went to Amsterdam Airport for a tour with KLM. You did, This yes. was back when I was in my first year in November and... That was um, that was brilliant. That was because I, I went there for the morning and came back on the same day, and that was brilliant. Really, because I got to kind of um, visit, like go on board the aircraft as they were kind of cleaning it, and kind of got to sit in the cockpit and everything. And that was really, really good. You didn't and have to clean the aircraft as well as us, but mm. no, they, they, <laughs> didn't, they didn't trust us to do that. Okay. Educational. They just let us in the cockpit. They thought, get, get, go away, get away okay. from the cleaning area. But that was a good experience. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And, and I think that is really, really important. I think that, Neil, you know, we're building it into our apprenticeship programmes, um, a full educational. Yeah, I mean, something that we've obviously, you know, developed over time since uh, since Josh and Sydney as well is the fact that we now run um, an educational trip to London. And that's really getting um, the apprentices to understand what it's like as a business traveller. So actually, are they going in to see maybe how to collect a ticket on departure from the train station? What it's like? Do you actually need that credit card? Do you need the debit card just to get it? Or do you need a magnetic strip? Then we'll obviously show them different hotels, how to check in, what it, what the experience is. Because again, when you're talking to clients, one of the, the key things that you need to do is make sure you know what you're talking about and what they're going to experience. So we, I mean, this year we're trying to look at doing a bit more planes, trains and automobiles. Um, so we're trying to get them to obviously see more around a, a train station, how to collect the TOD and a little bit more understanding how a train operation runs. Then we're looking at doing a, a variety of different car hire trainings. And then the plan will be, if it all pulls off, is that we'll get them over to Heathrow and, again, show them how um, passengers transfer between different airports uh, in terms of if they've, say, flown, uh, I don't know, Manchester to Heathrow to the US. Then, actually, how do they transfer? What does the lounge look like there? Um, you know, can we get them on board an aircraft to clean that uh, aircraft like Josh? <laughs> get um, a bit of money back. Yeah, you know. So that's the kind of thing. It's, it's, it's raising their awareness. So, again, it sits very much as part of their product knowledge as the... Uh, as the apprenticeship but actually all of that is real good to experience that themselves uh you know hand you know hand on hand yeah yeah. Uh, i want to cover some stats actually about national apprenticeship week because i think you were talking to me just before the show nikki about is it Mm -hmm. in 2018 there were 22,308 we do loads of research on the show (laughs) apprenticeships uh, and that was in hospitality hotel groups aviation travel yeah for travel alone it was 421 
Now, I know a lot of that will be retail because we combine yeah, the two. Yeah, I think this is one of the big, big, big points for us because obviously, fresh uh, in 2017, they introduced the government levy. So, those with a huge pay, payroll bill, um, all our competitors and people within the industry um, will pay a government levy tax. Um, now, it's quite a tax, mm -hmm. you know, it is quite a tax. I think just in 2018, we uh, as a business paid around 60,000 um, and that ends up a tax unless you can utilise that tax back. The only way you can utilise the tax back is by having and taking on apprenticeships and then that tax is then used to provide training um, for the apprentices. So it's, you know, it's really, really, really important for the businesses out there, especially the big businesses that are, that are paying the levy and not using, you know, not using the money back for apprentices, um, that they need to really, you know, take a look at it and, and, and start to use it because some of these, especially the apprentices that are coming through the program, they're very productive. They have a fantastic skill set, very quick, come from a digital age, so they just get the systems and the digital, you know, all the new systems and apps that we're trying to roll out out to business travelers they just get it um so i think they are uh, you know they're a fantastic talent to have within the business and i think that if companies aren't utilizing their money that they're paying to the government then it's such a waste such well it's a, waste. it's a case of like if the company's not using it it's use it or lose it so yeah. you know they forked out all that money and they've done nothing with it so why would you do that you know yeah. They want to give me 60 grand a year, I'm more than happy. I was going to say, guys, if they ever mention about having no budget again, yeah. for training stuff, just but you've got 60 grand. Okay, it's a Corfu. Josh, what would you do with 60 grand? Oh, Keep it never clean, see Josh. me again, I don't think. <laughs> I was done. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm done. Well, no way your loyalty's lying. That's your appraisal done. Cut. <laughs> What about you, Sydney? What would you do? Leave as well, I imagine. That's oh, never. No, not at all. Oh, no. Keep that in. Keep that in. How about yeah. bribe Neil to win an award? Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'd like that. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just get your money out. I'm not a problem. <laughs> Better be good. Folding money, none of this coin stuff. <laughs> yes. uh, we have we have a yearly staff conference and I know there's awards at the staff conference. Yeah. I've never won one, so I don't care about them too much. But um, <laughs> Bitter though, are you? Bit, not bitter at all. Okay. It's, like, it's not even been nominated. We do have one for apprenticeships, don't we? We do have one for yes. that. Yeah, we have. Uh, forward, forward thinking. thinking. Yeah, forward thinking. Forward thinking. Um, I think Josh was nominated one of the years. Yes. Yes. Didn't win it. Didn't quite I feel, win I feel it. Like it was Connor, I think, who ended up winning it, and that was 2017. So you still work it? Uh, yes, he does. Could have got us an award winner on the panel. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, so so yeah. So basically, we want to try and make sure that, from Clarity's point of view, that we uh, recognise apprenticeships, you know, within Clarity, and the way that we do that is through the uh, the awards that we offer. Um, and luckily for the person who wins. Uh, they yeah, will get to go on an all-expenses-paid trip to somewhere lovely in the world. Nice. So last year was... Um, so Kerry from your office, uh, yeah. Josh, she managed to get uh, herself over to, was it Abu Dhabi? I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, Abu Dhabi, yeah. wow, what an yeah. amazing experience. Camels and deserts, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, so. What an amazing <laughs> experience for a young person. I think they actually tr they, they travel business class as well, so got to experience yeah. the... Makes the them all better. Front-end yeah. yeah. cabin. <laughs> um, so we have our awards ceremony looming 
streaming it's coming it's up coming in the next up. few weeks. Have you guys nominated yet? I have nominated. I have nominated. Yes. Uh, nominations are closed. <gasps> yeah, Kerry won last year, so this year the <laughs> nominations are up. And uh, yeah, I'm actually quite excited to see who's going to win. Have you guys year. ever been nominated for awards? Uh, do you I know? Have. I think we. Um, I can't say I've ever won an yes award. Nikki, it's either yes or no. Yes or no, no in it, you, really. Do you know you what? You've been nominated, or you didn't? No, I haven't, actually. All right, then. You got How rubbish is that? I, I have. So, again, maybe I trump Nikki again with regards to the, you know, independent <laughs> endpoint assessor <laughs> as well. Uh, who takes bribes for uh, nominating for awards? Because, Pat, uh, think, yeah. I think, okay. I think that's table, probably the way to go for me, yeah. hey? 20. 20 in a haircut, you said. Did you win the award? Nah. That look on your do, face. Do, says do, it all. do you know how you feel, bitter? <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. Who won? Do you remember? Yeah, it was Eileen from uh, Out of Hours. So uh, another really worthy winner. She got to go to somewhere night, and I didn't. I just had to work <laughs> for forty pounds a week still. Yeah. And uh, can I just say, you know, his face was the right picture. You know, when you see somebody who doesn't win. <laughs> It was a case of, well done, you Did you go to stand up and then, oh, God's sake. I was, already, I was already on stage. <laughs> and they said to me, you've not won, Neil. I was like, oh, okay. All right, fine, forget you. Again, not even, not even once nominated. <laughs> Loads of categories. Loads. Potentially, you could, could be nominated this next year. Yeah, I found out in season three. <laughs> if, there's, if there's no season if there's three you know what's happened I have not been nominated I'm out me and Josh are taking a 60 grand and we're off um, what we'll do we'll take a quick break and we'll come back because we've got a little special segment to cover the first best and worst so we'll see you soon Hearts and Minds is about how we combine hard metrics with human understanding technology with local knowledge the brightest analysts with the best account managers we want to change the way we do business travel bringing hearts and minds together, improving experience without increasing cost. A manifesto for a more balanced approach to business travel. Download your copy now at claritybusinesstravel.com today. Okay, and welcome back. Now, before we get into our final segment, uh, what I thought would be good just to get a little bit of advice maybe from you guys in terms of for people who want to get into an apprenticeship program and how they go about doing it. I think the best thing I'd advise is don't just go for something because you're looking to get a job. It's got to be something that you know you're going to work hard towards. You've got to be passionate about it. And you just, I think you've got to consider as well that what you get out of it, so you get this with clarity. We've got onset learning, we've got the geographical knowledge, we've got that side and we've also got all our system knowledge and everything that we've picked up. So you've got to be able to take on a lot of information as well. Josh, I kind of echo the same with Sydney. Really, you've got to be, you've got to make sure they actually want to work in travel, in, in travel industry, because you know there's a there's a lot to take in. Like when I first started, I was like, oh my god, and I kind of chucked into the deep, and I was like, oh, okay, right, mental <laughs> breakdown, mental breakdown, mental breakdown. We <laughs> didn't really, get, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really. It's it's absolutely fine. It's nothing to be scared about, and um, it really, I thought it's just you know, just have to work hard, just be patient, kind of. Your moment, your time will come basically to kind of, yeah. Isn't it just funny though? Because I'm just trying to remember back when I was an apprentice, uh, and my, my brain cells do go back that far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember that one moment you're leaving school, 
and you are then chucked in this workplace where customers, I mean, we had back then face-to-face customers. Obviously, you have customers on the telephone, email, communication. Um, but yeah, it's just a real difference, isn't it? When, you, when you're leaving school and then you come in the workplace and it's quite daunting at first, but then all of a sudden the penny drops and you can just do your yeah. job, can't yeah. you? But it takes time. Mm. So like what, what piece of advice, you know, when you, that first section, you know, that the first month or so when you're first coming in into the workplace from school, what advice would you give, a, a, you know, a, an apprenticeship then? I think initially you have to have a good idea of what's set out for yourself. You've got to know that this is what you want to do. So then your determination follows, the passion follows, you have your ambition to grow just as the apprenticeships do the best you can basically and then I think I I mean I never worked in retail so I didn't have any experience so the thing that scared me the most was customer service speaking to people so I sat and watched that phone on my desk for so long just really frightened to finally pick it up like oh no please don't speak to me (laughs) and it helps doesn't it because I think we do like things like your call listening yeah just to listen to one of your colleagues in the office take that phone call what does a customer ask for how how do we deliver and mm. then yeah. you ju- you do just get it yeah. you know don't you after a lot of prep a lot of shadowing a lot of coaching yeah. I was I think with the phone I was scared the line that you have at the start you know presenting yourself you know I'm gonna be who you're dealing with yeah and I thought I'm gonna stutter I'm gonna mess it up I'm gonna just answer it and go hi hi you're right you know <laughs> what do you want but as soon as I picked up the phone it was just like because I'd done so much prep I just you go knew. into like an automatic pilot don't yeah. you with it and it's yeah. like just second nature all the skills that you've picked up and acquired and like you're told to pick up a call and it's like whoa I can do this do you know it's the reality that you, you know you, you what you've learned you can put into practice the first calls are great because, I mean, we listen to your first calls and just laugh about them all the time. Oh, <laughs> We've actually got one just to listen to now if you want to. Here's one I made earlier. <laughs> so the final section that we're going to talk about, we usually do a first best and worst travel scenarios, but it's not really going to work on this show. So what I wanted to do was find out what you wanted to be when you grew up. So, I mean, I don't know if Nikki and Neil can remember this far back. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite tough for me, to be honest with you. But um, growing up, um, I used to love horses. I used to go out and help out at our local stables and mucking out and, you know, riding and different things like that. No, don't pardon the pun there, will you, or anything like that. So for me, someone's uh, got to now. Uh, <laughs> so, so for me, I um, I actually wanted to be a jockey. So <laughs> don't laugh about the size of like you know how tall I am. I'm not like a, what is it? Will how Cass? tall are you, Neil? Just for the people uh, listening. Three foot two. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, five foot six and yeah. three quarters. Isn't that tall for a jockey though? I it probably know. is. Yeah. Yeah. I, could, I think they're only about five you being a jockey. Yeah. <laughs> could you? Not for normal humans, but for a jockey. <laughs> okay, so Josh, what did you want to be? Okay, so um, when I was younger, uh, I, I wanted to be a doctor. But um, yeah, oh. unfortunately, yeah, because I always grew up like watching doc- like TV shows like Doctor Who. I want to be that. And then I kind of <laughs> got into school, got into high school and thought, I'm not clever enough for this. Mm. So I kind of went into, to, not that travel was like a, a 
Yeah. No, Definitely but travel. I, I, see, I, I, see the, yeah. I see the connection there because Doctor Who is somebody who travels in a TARDIS, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then if you can't be a doctor, you're going to go into yeah. travel. Next best thing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise you were a Whovian. Is that what they call them? A Whovian. A Whovian. Is that a horse's hoof? No, no. A Doctor Who fan, is it? A Whovian. Oh, a Whovian. Oh, 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 yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. You know your yeah. stuff. Never watched an episode of it. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> so Sydney. Oh, um, I think at first I wanted to be a lawyer, but not because that was, you know, the career path of choice. My mum and dad were made up, wow, a lawyer, you know, loads of money. But it was only because I watched Legally Blonde and I thought that she was pretty cool. But then I'm not blonde and... Um, not a lawyer. <laughs> it wasn't working. Don't have a chihuahua. I've d- no, don't have a dog. I don't know anything about hair. So but do you like the nothing. colour pink? No. Oh, so I was like, down, yeah. straight out, straight down the Credentials bin. weren't there. No. Oscar worthy performance there by Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> Nikki? Okay, what did I want to be? Do you really want to know? Yeah. I'm guessing the fifth member of Girls Allowed wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't well, there hope in the dream? You know, I did say before that you chop and change your mind quite frequently. Um, okay, so when I was at school, and I'm talking like 13, something like that, uh, again, stemmed from a movie that I watched. you were going to say 13 years ago then. I was like, are you having <laughs> 30, a laugh? 30 years ago, more yeah, like Yeah, 13 years ago. They're like... adding years on me here. Um, okay, yeah, so when I was 13, um, yeah, I would, uh, I stemmed from watching a movie. Uh, I think it was Apollo 13. I wanted to be an astronaut. <laughs> Don't laugh. Um, she likes to in, float around. It's in with the theme of travel, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. So travel to get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blue sky thinking. They encourage that these days. Yeah. And uh, yeah. An astronaut. What part of being an astronaut? I don't know. I think I just watched a movie and I thought it looked really cool. I thought Kevin Bacon and Tom Hanks were just... <laughs> if you believe they put a woman on the moon. <laughs> Quality. I could sing it, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki will. No, we're she doesn't not. Know yet, well, I'll save going. that for later. <laughs> they put a woman on the moon. Doesn't have the same ring to doesn't it, does it? No, it doesn't. Oh. No, you have to be a man then. <laughs> girl on the moon could do. A girl on the moon. Oh, see, see, I'm young now, am I? Maybe not. Okay, so, <laughs> guys, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. As always, you can follow us at clarity underscore BT. Also, there's at Life at Clarity that people can follow us and you find out all about apprenticeships and stuff like that there. You can go to the website, claritybusinesstravel.com. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on all that good stuff. And, and just for the record, we are taking on our next intake of apprentices. So if you are interested, please get in touch. And how did they do that? They can contact our recruitment team at Clarity or they can obviously go onto our website and look out for further information about all our apprenticeships that we offer. Thanks very much and we'll see you next time. Bye.